Hey, how's it going? It's Ollie here. Very warm welcome to the e-commerce freedom podcast. So just before we dive in, I've got two special new resources for you. First resource is a PDF with 15 smash hit products on it, ready to go. Examples of products you can sell on Amazon. So you can use this for inspiration or you can just see, you know, what types of products do really, really, really well. I've even included uh, revenue examples. So you can see the amount of money that each product is likely to generate on the Amazon marketplace. If you want to grab this free PDF, just go to ecommercefreedom.com and you'll see a link at the top of the page where you can grab the PDF. The second resource I want to give you is a free Amazon Accelerator call. The whole point of this call is for us to have a quick chat right? and uh, we'll gather up a little bit of information about your situation and together we'll develop a plan for you to build an Amazon business that either works as a side hustle for you or could replace your job and we'll take into account your situation, your experience, your background and give you a clear set of action steps to um, uh, go ahead and build the business. If you want to book one of those, go to ecommercefreedom.com, uh, go to the top of the page and click Amazon Accelerator Call. You can fill out a quick form and you can book the call. All right. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode. This one's going to be good and uh, uh, enjoy it. So... How do you make a profit with Amazon? Is it possible? How do you do it consistently? And how can you set up your business in such a way that it is profitable while you're running it? Well, this is a big question. And actually, it's not a question that I get asked very often uh, when I'm talking to people about selling on Amazon. It's just not really something that, that comes up too often. Um, and I think it's because it's it's something that a lot of new Amazon sellers don't really think about too much before they get started. Now, when they're running their business and when they're getting moving and when they're seeing the sales come in, this question of profit does come up and it is something they're interested in, uh, but, but not beforehand. But this is something you should be thinking at beforehand. Uh, this is something you should be focusing on from day one with any business you want to run. Right, because I can tell you for, for, for one thing, running a big business doesn't matter how much money it makes every year. Right? It could be a 10 million a year business. If that business doesn't make profit, you might as well not bother. Right. If you run a 10 million pound a year business, right, and you know, you make 10 million a year in sales, right, in revenue, and it costs you 10 million a year to make those sales, in other words, you break even, then what you've done is you've done 10 million worth of work for absolutely no reward, right? You might as well have just done nothing that entire year because it would have gotten you the same result. So we want to be thinking about profit from day one. We want to build this into our strategy and make sure our strategy enables us to make profit because you know you could have a, a 500k a year business and if it's going well and you, you have healthy profits, you could be bringing home 100K per year, right? Out of that 500K or more. But if it goes wrong, you might end up breaking even, you might end up making a loss. And it all comes down to the strategy in which you build your business, right? That's what's going to make the difference. So how do you create a profitable strategy? Well, let's talk about it, right? That's what today's episode is going to be about. So First of all, what you want to do, right, is you want to find a profitable product. You want to find a profitable product. This is where it all starts. And to be honest with you, this is the number one thing 
everyone's looking for in the beginning, right? Everyone focuses on the niche, right? How do you find these really hot niches? How do you find this really hot product? Uh, which product should I start with? How do I know it's going to sell? How do I know it's going to perform really well? You know, all these things. It's on people's minds in the beginning when you're looking to get the business moving. And yeah, it, it is a big topic. You know, how do you how do you choose that perfect product? Well, here's the first thing I want you to understand before you get too concerned about which product you go for. Just because you have a great niche, it doesn't mean it's going to be massively successful. Right? I, I've actually sold products in mediocre niches that didn't look that great on paper, but then the product has performed unbelievably well. Okay, it's sold very well, better than the revenues that's being shown on Jungle Scout. Right? It's more profitable than I thought it would be, and it's been a real success. Equally, I've found niches that look like they should be perfect on paper, and then I've completely screwed it up. Right? So the product research process isn't like the game of running an Amazon business. It's not about just finding the perfect niche over and over again, because even if you do find the perfect niche, it doesn't mean that the product is going to be successful. And this might be something that's a little bit hard to wrap your head around, because uh, you might think, well, then if the niche doesn't matter, then why do we bother finding such a good niche? Right. Well, obviously the niche matters to an extent, right? The niche gives you a certain amount of potential to make money, right? If you find a niche where say there's products making say 10 grand a month in revenue, there's plenty of niches like that out there. Um, then now you have the potential to also make 10 grand a month in revenue, right? And now it can happen. doesn't mean it necessarily will, but it can, it's possible. It's also possible you can make a lot more or a lot less. Right, but it's possible. So the point is, we don't know whether the product's going to be profitable in the research phase. We just know that there is potential to make revenue. Okay. So how do we get around this, and how do we check to see if the product will be possible, uh, profitable? Right. Simple. Test. Right. This is something I've said loads of times before. This is something that you probably know that you should do anyway test the product first before you go ahead and order 500 units because the product looks perfect on paper and it looks like it's going to make you rich right before you dive in test small and we're not testing just to see if the product will sell we're testing all kinds of things and really we're trying to get data in fact one of the things we're testing when we're importing a test batch trying to get it to sell is we're testing how much we can charge for the particular product that we source. Now you might see a niche where there's, you know, sellers selling the product for $15.99, $25.99, you know, all different prices. And you might pick a niche that enables you to sell a product that, that costs a lot more for the customer, you know, 30 pounds or whatever, because you want those profit margins. Well, the fact of the matter is, you won't actually know how much you can charge for your product until after you've sold it. Because the particular design that you offer to the marketplace, you might not be able to charge as much as somebody else's design, right? For some reason, customers might just not like your product that you've imported, or they might love it. But we don't know these things until we actually sell it. So that's why we need to test. 
Right, so the first thing you want to do to make profit on Amazon, once you've found a niche that looks profitable, is to test a product within that niche. Now, the way I test is quite extensive. I don't just test one product. I often go for two or three different designs of that product uh, in my test. So I might grab like a pink one, a blue one, and one with, with a slightly different design. It's a bit bigger, for example, right? That way I'll know whether the marketplace responds to the pink one or the blue one or the bigger one. Right. Also, I might test different bundles. I might bundle it with something. All right. I might bundle all three with the same thing and have different designs. I might have the same design three times but bundle it with different stuff. I might test it not bundled with anything. All right. So we're just you know, putting our hooks out there to see what fish we grab to see what's going to be the most effective method moving forward. So once you've tested quite extensively, what you'll get is you'll get information on the product, you'll know if it's going to sell, and you'll know what price you can charge, and you'll know which design of the product uh, sells the best, and which one sells for the most. Because what you can do is just keep putting your price up until customers stop paying it. All right, and at, cer at a certain point, you know, um, they won't give you any more money for the product. They just won't pay it. They'll think it's a ripoff. Whatever it is, just below that point is probably what you should be charging, because that, that that way you'll be the most profitable. All right. So once you've tested your product, now what you can do, I guess this would be step three, right, is use that price and work backwards to calculate how much profit you'll be likely to make after all of your expenses. All right. So let's say you know I've got a bunch of clients who have just done their test batches right now. Right. Every week we're getting a new client posting uh, in our community, right, in, in my coaching program, saying that they have. Um, made a sale, or their, made the first sale, their test batch, made the first sale. It's always really exciting. It's the most exciting part of the entire program in, in a lot of cases. You know, it's when you've gone from this all being theory, you know, looking at Jungle Scout, looking at databases, looking at Amazon, watching videos, listening to podcasts, to here's some money that's gone into your bank, right? It's, it's a big step. And that's the first thing that people have a big challenge with is, is getting sales on Amazon. Right, that's the big first hurdle for, for Amazon sellers. The second hurdle is, right, well, now we've made some sales. How do we turn this into an actual, real, profitable income? How does this work? So this is the process I go through. I say, okay, now you've got some sales. You know how much you can charge because customers have actually paid the money, right? You've got proof there you can charge £18 or whatever. So now let's go to a supplier, get a quote for a larger amount, right, where the price per unit is going to come down, Let's run all the numbers and see what the profit will be like. So let's go for an example here. So let's say you've got a product and you managed to sell it for £20 and it sold for £20 several times and it looks like £20 is a good price point where you're going to get a decent amount of sales but still be able to charge a lot. Right? They wouldn't pay £25, £27, £22. Or maybe you put the price up to £22 but it sold very slowly. But in £20, it ticked over quite well. Okay, so that's a good price we can charge. We can make consistent sales, and it's, it's, it's high enough. Great. So how do we work out if £20 is going to be profitable or not? Well, pick a number over 300 and go get quotes from suppliers for that amount of units. Right. So 500 is usually a very good number to go for, because that usually brings the cost per unit down, mainly because of the shipping, right? And just ask suppliers for that number of stock, right? So go to a supplier and say, I want to order 500 units of this product. Can you please give me a quote, etc., etc., etc. 
right? And then you get all of the expenses for one product, getting it into Amazon and get it selling, and you take it away from 20 pounds and see if there's any money left, right? Very simple, but we have to do these maths first before we go and place the order, right? Because if we have a plan that could work on paper, uh, then there's a chance it might work in practice. But if we have no plan, then really it's all pie in the sky, right? And this is how Amazon sellers make no money, right? So 20 pounds, you've got your quote from your supplier. Let's say, I don't know, they're gonna give it to you for five pounds per unit and getting it shipped over is gonna cost maybe two pounds per unit. So seven pounds for the product and shipping. So the first thing we want to figure out is the cost of landed goods. Like how much is it going to cost to get the products bought and shipped over? Okay. So the product cost and the shipping cost will be the first two things we think about. Also, you want to think about duty and VAT, right? Because, you know, you can't just import stuff without paying any taxes, right? We need to pay some money to the government as well. Duty is usually a percentage of the product plus shipping plus insurance. Okay. So if, if the whole... Uh, product import costs say two thousand pounds. The shipping was say eight hundred pounds. The insurance was two hundred pounds. There's a total of three k, right? And uh, the duty will be say ten percent of that three k, right? So maybe whatever it is, right? Uh, that would be what three hundred pounds, right? For the duty, the percentage depends on the type of products that you actually import. Okay, so you don't have to worry about this stuff, but this is this is a glimpse of what it's like. Okay. So certain products are cheaper in terms of duty than others, okay? So duty and then the VAT is all of that, 20% of it, okay? So 3,300 pounds, okay? VAT is 20% of that, gives you 3,300 uh, 3, pounds. So I can do it on a calculator quickly, times 20%. 660 pounds would be the import VAT, okay? So that's a total of £3,960 cost of landed goods, the cost of getting the products to you. Now, if there's a fee getting the, the products uh, from customs to you or to wherever you're shipping it to, you need to include that as well, which is haulage, okay? But let's just pretend it's included in this fee, okay? £3,960 for cost of landed goods. Now, if you've got 500 units, you just take that amount and you divide that by 500. So we've got £7.92 per unit, okay, in this particular imaginary example, okay, £7.92. That's your cost of landed goods per unit. Then you take the Amazon fees for the product, okay, so one thing you can do is go to Google, just type in FBA calculator, okay, I'm doing this now so I can show you, FBA calculator, um, and obviously if you're in the UK, and you want to find the UK one, so you can type in FBA calculator UK in Google and you'll find the UK one. Basically just find a product that's similar to yours, okay, because we want to get the right fees for your type of product, okay. Each category has slightly different referral fees, uh, which is like the percentage Amazon take is like a commission. So I'm going to type in my favorite product of them all, right, spatula. Okay, search, and just choose one that looks a bit like yours. Okay, and then we'll get a similar weight 
similar category and everything else and we'll get similar fees okay and we're going to type in the price so we're going to charge 20 pounds for ours okay um, and then hit calculate and I can see here Amazon tells you the net profit you'll get after fees and the total of the fees okay so with this particular product it's a spatula set of three spatulas there's a, a selling on Amazon fee of three pounds okay which is the referral fee okay and the FBA fees for this per unit will be one pound seventy three okay so the total fees of what is it four pounds seventy four okay so we have to take away four pounds seventy four from that total cool so now we've got the cost of landed goods and we've got the Amazon fees okay first two things we have to figure out next thing cost of advertising right for every sale we get we need to run a bit of PPC advertising to figure out uh, to, to get the product visible to get people to click on it and buy it right so I would aim maybe for two pounds per sale because we're aiming for a 10% average PPC cost of sale okay it's not going to be like that in the beginning. It's going to be horrendous in the beginning. It's going to be running at a loss for the first couple of weeks, right? But on average, over, say, a few months, it will be about 10% if you do everything sort of right, okay? So we're going to estimate £2 per unit. Packaging. I'm going to say we didn't spend anything on packaging for this, but if you did have packaging, you have to think about that too. Promotions. Now, this is an interesting one. You can give away 10% of your stock for free, to people with voucher codes right and what that does is every time they use a voucher code to get your product for free Amazon see that as like a full-on sale so it boosts the organic reach of your products it makes your product go up the search results basically so if you're going to do that which is usually a good idea factor that cost into your uh, into your uh, expenses okay so the way we figure this out is we take the cost of landed goods okay plus just the FBA fee. There's no referral fee, right? Because 15% of nothing, right? For giving the product away for free, is nothing, right? We just want to pay that 174, whatever it was for the FBA fee. Okay. So in this case, we take 792, which is the cost of landed goods, plus the Amazon uh, FBA fee, which is one pound seventy-four. And we get around about £9.66, something like that. So for every single uh, promotion, it's going to cost us £9.66. So if we do 10% of our stock, which is 50, times that by 50, okay, which gets you to £483. Then divide it by the number of stock you're going to sell per unit cost. Okay, So we divide that by 500. Right? So it's going to be an extra pound per unit it's going to be allocated to the promotions okay in this case then a prep are we going to have any prep costs well I'm going to say no we're not going to have any in my particular example but you might do if you're sending it to a prep center what do they charge you one pound twenty or something per uh, per thing um, another thing overheads right if you want to get really scientific about this stuff figure out your monthly overheads okay so for example it could be amazon fees 30 pounds maybe then you pay jungle scout 20 pounds a month or something maybe you've got some other overheads maybe it could be 
uh, I don't know, uh, 20 pounds or maybe 50 pounds a month for other stuff, softwares, other things, I don't know, Google, uh, G Suite fees for your email address, stuff like that, right? Total of maybe 100 pounds a month overheads or whatever. And then you could divide it by the amount of products you aim to sell each month. So if it's 10 sales a day, it could be 300 sales a month. Then you could divide 100 by 300. And you could say, well, it's going to cost me 33p for each product I sell in overheads, right? Now, this becomes a bit obsolete once you, you start to import more products. Because if you have two products, three products, four products, then obviously it's not going to be 33p anymore. It's going to be like 5p per sale dedicated to overheads. So it might not be worth calculating this stuff, but it could be good to know anyway. And then the final thing, just so you're ahead, is to calculate the VAT. Now, you're not going to pay VAT until you have, say, um, you know, uh, the threshold, which is 86,000 a year, I believe, or it could be 87, I can't remember. It goes up all the time. Um, but it's good to know, will this product be profitable when you do pay VAT? So to calculate the VAT that you're going to charge for each sale, you take the price, okay, so 20 pounds, and you do 16.6% of that price, okay? 16.6% of that price. You do, say, 20, for example, times 0.16, which is £3.32. Okay, £3.32. Because what will happen is you will take the £20, okay? And remember, that is the price plus VAT is included in there. So you'll be charging £16.66 plus at £3.32, which will uh, get you to about £20. Okay? £3.32 is the, the VAT, £16.66 is um, the, uh, the cost of the actual product. Right, these are rounded numbers, so I know it doesn't totally add up to £20, but this is all as close an estimation as we can get, okay, for now. So, you've got all your expenses now, okay, you've got the cost of landed goods, the fees, the PPC, the packaging, the promos, the prep, the overheads, and the VAT. Also might be worth mentioning that before you charge VAT, there is a VAT cost on top of the Amazon fees. So if you're paying £4.74, um, £4.74 per unit sale for fees, then actually you're really going to be paying £5.68 because there's 20% on top of Amazon fees, which they don't put in the calculator. Now, if you're going to calculate what it's going to cost when you're charging VAT, you don't have to worry because you can claim that back. But if you're going to calculate what you're going to make before, then you do have to take it into account. So let's do these numbers and let's see uh, if it's going to add up. And I've got a feeling we're not going to make too much profit in this particular example, but that's that's good. You, you, you will have instances where you add everything up and you, you realize I'm not going to make any profit. And then you need to, to change your strategy, right? Um, so let's go ahead. So 792, right, for the um, uh, cost of landed goods.
plus Amazon fees, 474 plus £2 for the PPC plus £1 for the promotion, okay, per unit average plus 33p for the overheads on average per sale plus the VAT that we will be having to pay in the future gives us a £19.29 okay total expenses to make a £20 sale so imagine if we imported these 500 units because we could see that they were I don't know £5 each and we were selling them for £20 imagine if we didn't do all of this maths we would have imported all of the stock made all the sales right right seen all that happen and at the end of it we would have had 70p per unit in profit. Now, tragically, a lot of Amazon sellers do this. Right? They don't do the maths before they place the order, and then they end up making 70p per unit, and they're thinking, well, where, you know, I'm making all these sales, I can see all the money coming in from Amazon, but why don't I have anything left in my bank at the end of the whole year? It's because they haven't done these numbers. Okay, so if you have this situation, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean your niche doesn't work. It doesn't mean that your, your product's going to fail. It just means you just have to get these expenses down somehow usually by contacting more suppliers getting more quotes and figuring everything out squeezing those margins and so you can make a healthy profit for example seven pounds 92 per unit we could probably get that down uh, considerably by doing sea shipping right or by ordering stuff from a different supplier who can give it to you instead of five pounds per unit maybe three pounds per unit right in fact the the variation between different suppliers cost per unit can just be astronomically different and the the quality can sometimes be you know better even when you're paying less it's really bizarre because remember china's a massive place right and there's this factories all over the country and their cost of materials are going to be different depending on where they're based and the cost of labor will be different you know it, it all varies so keep getting quotes until you hit the nail on the head and you get maybe a healthy 20 percent profit margin after all this stuff so really we want to see say four pounds per unit in profit or something like that uh three or four pounds maybe now while we're talking about profit Right, it's worth noting that actually, um, just because something makes less than twenty percent profit doesn't mean it's a bad product. If you have a product that's making ten percent profit but it's selling very consistently, and it's not a massive hassle for you to import and source, then why not sell it? Why not make ten percent on a product? It's still profit, right? You know, you might have something that sells very, very slowly, but it makes a very healthy profit and it makes you 40% every time it sells, even though, even though it only sells maybe once a day. That's fine too. As long as you're not putting too much money into stock, so you have to wait for like years to get it back, that's okay too. So there aren't too many uh, hard and fast rules here with what percentage you should be making, but as long as you are making profit, as long as you know how much profit you will make before you spend money, and as long as you know how many units to order and when you're going to see the money back, then it should be fine. Remember, this is the game when you're selling on Amazon. Choosing niches is not the game. The niche you sell in, in many ways, it doesn't really matter, actually. You can make uh, a mediocre niche very profitable if you're smart, if you get your numbers right, and you offer something into that niche which is very special. 
Right? You can also pick an incredible niche and completely screw it up by getting this stuff wrong. And yes, the niche might look incredible. The, the, the demand might be sky high. The competition, no one might have found out about it yet. But if you do all this stuff and you make 70p per sale, then you're screwed. Right? You're not going to be able to sustain a business because one hairline increase in any of your margins and you just got, you're making a loss now. Right? So do these numbers. I hope this gave you a good overview of how it's possible to make a profit in Amazon business, right? And, and how it's possible to not make a profit. And remember, this is the game, okay? Getting these numbers right. So I hope this is helpful. If you want more help, um, go to uh, ecommercefreedom.com. Book in an Amazon Accelerator call with me and we can talk about your goals a little bit. Come up with a plan, see maybe I can help you with those goals. And um, yeah, we can talk a little bit in depth about how to do this stuff and how to get started without procrastinating too much, right? Just get moving. My clients on average import a product within their first week of working with me, okay? That's what we want. We want to get something in and selling very fast. We don't want to faff around, right? Because... You can listen to 400 of these podcast episodes and make no money, right? <laughs> you can import one product and you could make a grand a month. Like, who knows? So can't wait to uh, catch up with you. Hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll catch up very soon.